0: Hey everyone, it's Kenny, a.k.a. We See Baby, back with part two of the second episode that I did with Gene. Uh, he tells us a little bit more about his running and the Spartan event that he part took in with his family, and we talk a little bit about the anime Blue Lock, which is great. You should go watch it, and how it relates to somewhat what we're going through in our lives right now. So I hope you guys really enjoy this one. Um, I know I had a good conversation with him and enjoyed it. So yeah, keep listening. I don't uh, know, man. I mean, uh, do, you, do you feel like it helps you to carve up after all your big runs?
1: No, but I find a car beforehand is a little bit better. You know, I found that to to work in my favor, especially you know the trail running crap is just crazy. Because mm-hmm. you, I mean, some of these trails, I mean, you're you have to get on almost all fours to to get up the vertical, and I mean the downhill is is just as dangerous. I mean, you you almost have to you know run on your heels because if you adjust your stride and you see a rock, you hit a rock, you're gonna slip and bust something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is just ridiculous. I took Jacqueline on one of them. I mean, she's like, oh, this ain't Mobile
0: Trails. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Mobile's got no hills, really. Cottage yeah, I mean, you Hill. Got, all cottage Hill. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Cottage Hill. I mean, <laughs> these, these make those hills look, I mean, the incline is just ridiculous. Do you have different
0: you, shoes? For I do. The hill? Okay.
1: Um, so I have... Soccone uh, uh Edge, which is there. They just released and it became, you know, big now. It's starting to come out. Carbon fiber um, plated trail shoes because oh, it's shit. real big with, with road running. And they feel like my road shoes. They're just gorgeous. I love them. And you're, you're fast in them. You, you know, you feel some rocks, but you're fast in them. Bro, um, I, was, and-
0: I was looking at some running shoes, too, and I'm like, this is not cheap. Like getting, oh, oh. getting into running is not cheap.
1: Well, it's not a matter of the
0: price. It's the the wear and tear. These shoes only last
1: like 200 to 300 miles, your race shoes.
0: Okay, so you, t- you say 200 and 300 miles. Like, give me a time span of that for you.
1: I mean, for me, I mean, if I really start hitting it hard again, I mean, I was doing three to five miles a day. And I I would take a break for one day of the week. I mean, so you're talking what? Let's just do five times five. I mean, that's 25 miles a week. I mean, that's 100 miles in in a a, you know in a month. I mean, give or take. You know, so you know in two months, a $200 pair of shoes is gone. Damn.
0: I mean, the shoes. If I if I pay, hey, to be honest, if I pay $200 for shoes, I want them to last a whole damn year.
1: Well, they still hold up. <laughs> I mean, they'll last. Like, my, I mean, Brooks, I, I, I love Brooks. Brooks is the Swiss Army knife of shoes. But they I eat cheap, dude. Brooks no, are expensive. They, as they fuck. are. Yeah. They are. Cheap. They're, they're $100. You can get them for uh... $70, academy stuff like that. If you buy them at the, shoe, the specialty shoe store, oh, they're, you're buying the latest and greatest at $200 a shoe or $150 and up. You buy last year's model you save your disc and you get it at <laughs> the big the big stores so it's less money and those bad boys hold up before i really got serious and understand the shoe game with with running my brooks had a thousand miles on them i mean there's are still good shoes it's just you notice a difference on your run the cushioning the rebound your body starts to ache you start to get you know shin splits you start to your body starts to fall apart when you, your shoe's starting to kind of get its wear and tear. Yeah. Um, so I have my training shoes. I have my race day shoes. I have my trail race day shoes. I have my trail training shoes. I just bought a pair of trail training shoes um, that had a whole bunch of padding because I'm getting old um, <laughs> to, to where I can push it a little harder. They're heavier, and they got a boatload of cushion. They have no feedback. So when I switch to my race day shoe, it's, it's like I'm running on springs. Yeah. But that's you know, what you
0: want with running, right?
1: I, that's what I want. I yeah. mean, I like the I like the rebound. It's a cheat as I call it because you you step down, it compresses and shoots you back up. I mean, it it's exciting, it's fun. I mean, especially, you know, if you've never if you go from regular shoes to where it's just got a whole bunch of padding and you try a pair of shoes that have a kind of a a, a you know an even a nylon played in it you'll notice the rebound instantaneously like when i had jacqueline try a pair speeds you know they had her try all these different shoes on and i go try these she immediately got in those and she's just like wow like you feel the like you put your foot down and it shoots you back up you just feel fast
0: yeah that's um, how i was too like so i went to like um what was that fleet fleet fleet, fleet? Mm-hmm. yeah in Mobile, and um, they gave me these Brooks to try, but they're also like, "Hey, you're you're like extremely flat-footed, so let's get these inserts for you." But mm-hmm. take these inserts, but you can't wear them all day. Wear them a little bit at a time. Yep. It's like what what the fuck? You're like, because if you wear them all day, you'll fuck your feet up. I was like, okay, well there there's all these rules.
1: <laughs> oh oh, there is, and and here's what you do: throw them all out.
0: Throw them all cool. out, okay.
1: Throw them all out because when I bought my first pair from there, I followed their rules. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I picked the shoe. I mean, but at the end of the day, the shoe didn't hold up. It didn't give me what I want. I still had issues. So I just went over to Academy, bought a pair of shoes that I felt comfortable with and ran in them. Yeah. Then when I started to understand the technology behind it and everything else, I switched to a neutral shoe. I mean, I've got one of my feet has more of a – um an arch than the other. So one of my feet kind of sit a little flat. So that's why one of my, when I get shoes, my, my, I, I just found it out when I had PT from when I injured my knee the first time, um, that one foot's more flat footed than the other. Hmm. Um, So I've just switched to a neutral running shoe with a high, Midsole, um, a heel to toe, and I like that because then I can get me on my toes. I like running on my toes whenever I can. Okay. Um, a lot of people prefer, you know, a lower heel toe, uh, especially trail running. It's just you're more flat, you're more to the ground, all that stuff. That that's not me, um, you, you know. But you know, the feet fleet up here. I'm not knocking the one a mobile cold The owner's great. i ran of them great advice he's he's helped us out in so many ways to grow and improve myself and and Jacqueline um but up here it is whole different song and dance both owners are very active runners very very active runners and uh they run ultra distance so like there's an event up here it's a 50k I mean that's 30 that's 30 miles on the hardest mountain trails on the mountain up here no thanks yeah. I think the record was like this year. Um, the guy did like four and a half hours. I don't even
0: like that. to drive 30 miles. You to <laughs> exactly.
1: exactly. I'm like, you people are psycho. Uh,
0: <laughs> hey,
1: but you're signing yourself up for this, right? No, I, no, no. There's a distance. I have a distance cap. My body actually says no. Okay. I've, learned, I've learned this, um, twice, um, this year with uh, Spartan events. Oh. So
0: okay.
1: for my birthday, I did a Spartan trifecta because yep. I was called out by, that.
0: in Georgia, right? Yeah.
1: No, no, it was in uh Florida.
0: Florida, okay.
1: Called out by an 82-year-old man when I did my first Spartan <laughs> event. Whoa. Saying, hey, hey, if I could do it, you could do it, you know, blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah.
1: And this man's 82.
0: I, yeah, I would feel like yeah. challenged as well. Yeah. So
1: I was like, all right. So we signed up. We did it. So the first day was hilarious i mean um someone got hit by a, a cow like a cow charged the guy coming off and off yes yes charged the guy i mean i didn't and trust me these cows they didn't want it the ones that got it was like three or four of them that did not get wrangled up on the field so they're running loose in the field uh i ran to a couple of them and they did not they, they sat on the course and they're like we ain't moving and they they looked agitated but the first day was the beast 30 obstacles half marathon 13.1 miles plus obstacles obstacles i've never seen didn't even train for because i didn't know how to train for them and um you know it was humid it was icky they it's called a swamp you were literally trucking for two miles in waist deep
0: swamp that's gross dude why would it you... Was and you paid hard. for this
1: i and yeah so you know you get stuck in a chain because you can't unless you want to go out into the lily pads where there's no path, seaweed, all the fun stuff, whatever's in there. Um, you know, you kind of get in this this line, so you're stuck. You know, following the path of this person. so you get a little bit of a break. I figured it'd take me about what three, four hours. I think I, I set aside for it. I finished it in two. I was ecstatic. Um, half marathon, basically distance and obstacles. My body gave out towards the end. Like, I did not know your your legs could lock up on you, charlie <sighs> horse, while you're doing something with your arms. Right. So I'm on monkey bars, and then next minute I know you legs... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead.
0: I was you were doing monkey bars and your legs gave out? Yes, my legs, charlie horse locked up. That's crazy. And you could just see, like, I'm
1: just hanging there. And, like, you okay? So I'm, like, trying to just, say like, I'm trying to just keep the pain in. And um, so lock up. And it, it hurt. It was, it was a rough day. Because you're I not mean,
0: even using your legs on monkey bars. No. That's what not that make sense. I mean, I guess you're using your whole
1: body because you got to – it's not like little monkey bars. Like, there is a gap. Like for me, it's my whole wingspan to reach the other monkey bar. Um, and then some of the obstacles, pull yourself up on a rope. But you got to kind of get in a squat position to kind of get your legs on it. And everything else. I did one obstacle backwards and I was like, screw it. They're not flagging me for it. So I'm <laughs> I'm not doing the penalty. Um, I think I only did nine, uh, 60, I think 60 burpees and then an, like two, um, two penalty laps. So I was real proud of myself. So I only, I only failed a couple obstacles, out of the 30. Hey, um, 10
0: burpees is enough for me.
1: The, you know they got rid of burpees now and it's just op- it's just a, a penalty lap which is I think just weakens the whole event. But uh, yeah, whatever.
0: Burpees is worse than doing a penalty lap.
1: I agree. I especially hate
0: burpees. For, for a
1: runner, I took I tried it out on the last day and I actually just ran it instead of doing <laughs> an obstacle I know I can't do because yeah. there was a I like, like I'll run it yeah. and I did the guy who literally got in line in front of me just by doing the penalty loop and he failed the obstacle. And then he had to go do the penalty. I'm like, I watched a professional Spartan athlete literally go from second place to first place by skipping the obstacle and penalty looping it. And that, well, it was a big thing when, when, it was announced and was like, well, why even bother? The whole yeah. point of the obstacles is you do the obstacles or you get a burpee penalty. Yeah. And that's what Spartan made their names from. Well, now they've kind of, they, they watered it down. I hate it. But so, well,
0: so that's like uh so I, one of the books I've read, well, I'm reading because I've never quite finished it is uh four hour work week with by Tim Ferriss. And mm-hmm. so like one of the stories he tells is like, he, he gets into this, like, um, I think it was like a like a taekwondo tournament or something like that. Some some mm-hmm. some kind of karate tournament, right? And so he reads the the rules and the technicalities and he's not the the most fit or you know prime specimen in this event, but he reads the rules. And so he knows he can get a ring out and he knows he can do this um throughout the whole tournament and no one does it, but he does it. And so he becomes champion because he 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 like um exposes this rule that no one really follows, but it's in the rule book it's fair, so that's 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 kind of like the Spartan thing right like so this guy knows he can yeah. get from last to first, so he's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna skip this, and so I can get first place in a Spartan race and look good, and I'll just do the fucking penalties because I know I can run x amount of miles, you know
1: yeah. But it, it take I, to me, it felt for me, it, it takes away what you're supposed to learn from the event. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's cheating, right? So it's like, yeah, to it's me like it
1: was kind of cheating. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So on that week in the following day, you know, it's a 10 K in the morning. So 8 AM 10 K. So after you've done a half marathon on Saturday, you then got a 10 K the next morning doing almost as many obstacles. I think it's like 25 obstacles, same course. Um, less obstacles, uh, less distance, of course. So you're doing, what, 10K, 6.4 miles? 6.4 miles. The swamp, instead of being two miles, it's now like a mile. Um, and you go through it, and I mean, you know, my legs gave out. Like, Jacqueline saw me. I was in pain. I could barely walk when it came to the end of it. I mean, you know, I, I was limping, and, you know, Jack got me some ice. A lot of came from my knees. but You know, not even my bad knee my good knees what went out and her my dad they all were fighting me because i still had one more event i still had to do another i still had to do a 5k so 8 a.m my race started noon was my next race um spartan if you go to the mech Vent, if you're registered for an event if they give you advil tylenol anything they call that doping.
0: wow really they,
1: they just if they give you any sort of first aid it is considered doping, and you are disqualified for your next event. That's so I'm like, crazy. wait a minute. I'm just asking if I can Advil, or can you look at my knee, make sure I didn't damage it. We can't even touch you. I was like, really? So Couldn't said, you even okay. take it, like,
0: ibuprofen? Yeah,
1: nothing. So wow. I just went over. I went over. Of course, Jacqueline had some Advil or something. I can't remember what she gave me. Her and my mom, they had enough to give me. I had lidocaine because my knees, I rub it down anyway, so it numbs it all out. Um, I was like, well, shit, I'll put it all up. They all fought me, I mean, to almost a point where it's a public, spec, you know, a spectacle, because I could barely, like, she had to assist me to the start line. Like, you literally have to jump over a four-foot wall to get to start. That's your pre-qualification to, to do a Spartan event. So I climb over that thing, you know, and, you, you know, us men, you know, we're going to hold it in the best we can. I get to the start line. And because of trifecta athletes, they let us start ahead of the, the open group, which is where the, my family was joining me. So I go with the, the trifecta group. I go thinking it'd be in there, you know, 10 minutes. I get a little head start. I'll do a little jog until my legs give out. So I'm, you know, six foot wall, eight foot wall, um, solve horses, all the, not saw horses, whatever they're called. And, uh, you know, I'm three or four obstacles in. You know, I've had to walk, stop and walk and, and all that, but I'm I'm still going. And I, I just literally stopped to wait for my family to catch up to me. Hmm. Um and my dad, I mean, you know, he's what I think was he 69. Yeah, he was 69 years old.
0: And, 69.
1: Yeah. Okay. And I mean, he attempted every obstacle. He completed almost every obstacle. But he did no the Spartan race. race with you? Yeah, he did the wow. last
0: one. That's he did fucking him, awesome, my dude.
1: sister, her husband. I mean, I tried to get as many people as I could to do it
0: with me, you and I mean, Hey, yeah, you didn't get me in there. Sorry, brother. But, but, buddy, buddy,
1: if there's one in Mobile or nearby, <laughs> hell, there's a mud run. I need you to do the mud run. It's the water down. Was it the?
0: To, uh, I think Sarah the Land mud does a mudder or something like that.
1: Yeah, just for the mud of it, they all do one during the year. But they all did. I was so proud of my dad. Yeah, he, that's awesome, he man. Did, he did burpees as a penalty, uh, for when he had to. He didn't have to because it was an open. Uh, my sister loved it. She she's ecstatic. She wants to do more of these with me. The problem is, it's her work schedule, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I was in. I didn't start running again until basically the first of the year. I couldn't run. My legs were in so much pain. Um, and in this house, I mean, I do ten flights of stairs every day at least according to my watch, just going to get mail, go to my bedroom, <laughs> go to my diet. I mean. So you know, how are, how are your knees
0: and legs now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're in pain every day. Okay. Uh, the, you know, the doctor gave me a medication that's basically Advil without the, the damage that it does to your stomach. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I pop two to three of those a day, you know, vitamin, um, I don't, I don't pop any like, you know, amino acids or anything unless it's on a race day. Um, cause I haven't really gotten full bore back into the racing. I'm trying to, you know, get used to the environment and then find out who i can run with who you know because the three milers my my eight minute pace my i call it my talking pace because supposedly that's supposed to be your comfortable pace if you can talk while you run that's a com- that's supposed to be a comfortable pace so I'm between eight and nine minutes is a comfortable pace for me and then you know so i'll talk and i'm just you know the guys here—they don't do three miles at that pace. They're the ten-minute plus people. So I go and hunt down the distance runners. The so they're they're doing the minimum five-mile pace, you know, which is what I've been switching to. And you, I've either got two groups. I got the people that make my eight-minute look slow, or I got the people that are doing nine-minute
0: plus. <laughs> um, Bro, I do a on a treadmill. I do like a thirteen.
1: The, see the treadmill is a hard there's a mathematical equation you've got to do on a treadmill to actually figure out what you do real life running you can't trust treadmill I've, yeah, uh, there's some
0: i agree with that
1: but i mean these guys here i'm I'm trying to fill them all out i've met a whole bunch of you know nice guys you know but they're in the distance running they you know half marathons or they travel the country doing marathons And i'm like well are you competitive no we just want to do the marathons i'm like wait you're gonna fly across country To spend all this money because the further the distance, the more expensive the event, which I don't understand that. So, a half marathon is going to start at like 75 bucks or up, depending on how far back you go or how early you pre register. 5Ks are anywhere between 10 bucks to 50 bucks. I mean, you know, 5, 10K type distance. So, but these guys, you know, they like ultra distance. They like running for eight hours a day. I don't know what, you know, more I bought them, but eight hours is. I think I can do something better with my time than
0: than running. (laughs) To me, that's like, um, that's an ego thing. So (laughs) that ties into the quote-unquote fun subject that we have is Blue Lock. So we... Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, we both are watching Blue Lock, which is an anime about soccer. And, um, to me I was like, oh, it's just a sports anime which I love sports and I love anime. So it's amazing but my son who doesn't love sports but loves anime is like hey this is it's just all about ego and um so blue lock is a new series that we're kind of both into and you're watching it as well um you like blue lock
1: oh i'm loving it i mean yeah I are you caught up play- oh oh yeah there's not yeah. anime i'm not caught
0: up on I just I caught mean- up on it too
1: um, I mean, it reminds me of Ice Shield. If you, I know you've watched
0: Ice Shield. I, I watched Ice Shield, but I, to be honest, I didn't finish it because it was boring to me. But Blue Lock is not boring to me. Football, I, wait, wait, a guy who loves football, football was boring for you. Well, I I do love football, but <laughs> it was almost comical for the Japanese to explain American football to um Americans and or Japanese. So but Blue Lock to me was like exactly what my son said. It it wasn't necessarily exactly about soccer, right? It was about the ego. It was about this guy who was trying to become number one, you know? Like it was a soccer squid game almost, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I mean yes and no on that. I mean I like to compare I, – and I, as much as you didn't like I should I compare – it. well, the, you know, for me, I learned a lot. A guy who's watched pro ball, gone to tons of, tons of games and, you know, Jacqueline being, you know, Alabama fan, all that. Yeah. I mean, after, you know, being part of the group, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I did not know that, you know, coaches look for taller, you know, receivers. I I didn't know height mattered. You know, I didn't know these little things. And it was odd that I should have pointed that out for me. And I mean, you know, how certain things were. I was like, ah. And then they made it kind of interesting because, you know, the guy who, you know, the the main character that went around he didn't it wasn't like a big thing for him like he kind of fell into it and he was good at it blue lock i mean it's based off a video game which they've done a great job um people who kind of kind of gave me some cliff notes about it so before i even got into it so um but i I mean i like the part where the guy is constant it's not the ego to me it's more or less he wants to continue to improve and get better and exactly and he works hard I, i hate to say i'm a I'm a sucker for someone who works hard to get better instead of someone who is born with talent.
0: So I, I feel I, like blue lock relates to like me and you, right? Like, so like blue lock, like to me, you and me, like we're in that stage of life where like, we don't know exactly what we, what our next step is. But so for him, like the last episode was the donkey episode, right? So yeah. Yeah. All about yeah. the key. yeah so he so he had to like reinvent himself and like okay like what what do i gotta do to win right so it was kind of like okay i'm gonna use this guy and (laughs) i I, I hate to spoil it but you know like you he had to use this guy yeah so he had to reinvent himself to um become the best person or player that he was and um to me i feel like like that that's you you moved and like that's me i'm trying to look for something else so it's like that's what i love about blue lock is like the main character wasn't the the best player or the strongest player but he's evolving in the fact that he's you know growing every episode like he's like hey this isn't working i gotta reinvent it myself i gotta reinvent it
1: Not only that, it was, you know, he, you know, one, two, and three, the top three players, him and his, his little team, they knew they weren't going to win, but you know what they wanted, they wanted to go after it. They, they attacked it. And, and it was just, I mean, the adaptability thing. I mean, that, I mean, I find that a pretty cool trait because I mean, I'm a, I'm a stubborn individual. I mean, we all have it to a point and I'm just like, you need to become more adaptable. And I don't know if it's just old age or what,
0: it's not yeah, even I'm, old age, right? So it's like in the maybe, running scene or in, even in life, right? Like, so when you, you're competitive, I feel like I'm kind of competitive. So it's like, if you want to be the best ber- <laughs> the best version of yourself, like you have to forget what you knew and you have to evolve into something better, right?
1: Yeah, uh, you do. And, and I hate to say... I mean, I, when I'm driving or running, I, I just kind of start cussing myself out Yeah. just because I'm like, you know, Gene, you should have done an extra couple miles this week. Or, hey, like right now, I mean, I'm using this as a crutch. I have yet to been go to the gym. The most I've been doing is <laughs> some running. Um, and don't get me wrong, the, the, the yard work, I, I mean, we're, I'm lifting logs that are way above my pay grade. And I'm like, oh,
0: look, I'm smart in training. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give you that. Like you, you cut weight like a beast. But to me uh, now like you can put on muscle, bro. Like to me, like I I can put on muscle right now, but I really do need to cut. So to me, it's like, I have to just like get better. It's like, like you said, like you get upset, right? Like if you can't reach your goal, like to me, I'm like, man, I I, I know I can go heavier or I know I can do more reps in a certain amount of weight. And so, so when I can't reach that, like, I'm like, I'm, ups- I'm upset at myself. So I'm always like, next week, I want to do better. So is that the same for you for running? Like you, next week, you're yeah. like, I got to do better.
1: That It is. Well, me, um, that and then, you know, I'm kind of cussing myself out. as I mean, I'm using, I haven't been to the gym. I need to go to the gym. I can't find a gym that makes me happy. If I'm paying for it. But, you know, when I was in Mobile, I had a gym buddy. I mean, she wouldn't show up all the time, but, you know, she'd motivate me, you know, yeah. she, she would do this and that. I mean, I know you got Roth, she'll, she'll come to the gym with you sometimes. Um, you know, Jacqueline and I were on two different levels, so it's real tough to, to get, you know, to motivate each other to an extent, you know, and one thing I liked at Mobile is the club for fitness. They had these, these lovely cardio with weight classes, yeah. you know, you, you were guaranteed if you put a little effort, just a smidgen of effort, you would burn 800 calories. Uh, i mean just you know so i'd start my day before work 800 calories already burned you know then go run a 5k during lunch by the end of the day i've got 2600 plus calories burned plus a thousand resting blah 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 this this and that so you amount could amount. eat
0: whatever the fuck you want
1: i could i could <laughs> cheat a little. yes i could i could cheat a little and yeah. and keto really does bite you hard when you when you come off of keto it bites you real hard. Now, don't get me wrong. The foods you weren't eating, like bread, oh, my God, it's, like, orgasmic. It's like, oh, my God, I, why did I get rid of this? Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know. so trying to transition to a low-carb diet and getting rid of the fattier meats and going to a more leaner meat, leaner protein, stuff like that, it's it's a little more difficult because um, I should be taking some carbs as a runner. Um, it's, it's just all crazy. And, like, right now, I mean, I know I got to get to the gym. I just got nothing, you know, and that's what, I, what pisses me off every day. I got nothing pushing me to push myself to the gym. Like I keep going to these gyms to try to get a tour. They're too busy for a tour or walk around. They don't have what I'm looking for. And, and I'm like, you, you know, it's like, do I go buy stuff for the house? Will I use it? I mean, I've got two bags, you know, two 50-pound bags of sand that I use to carry to practice, you know, for Spartan events. I've lifted them once or twice. I haven't done anything
0: so to me um, it's always like a. I've seen people who have done a home gym and it it's worked out great for them um to me, it's always been I don't mind joining a gym because I have to get out right so like you're you, you, you're you're single you're not single, but you know like you don't have any kids, you have Jacqueline, you have dogs so you you can literally work at home and you won't be distracted but for me like i have my kids i have these responsibilities that i have to do and you know it's quote unquote a cop out or whatever but like if i can go to the gym and just get away from all that and just focus on working out that's my thing but if i'm if i do if i build a home home gym as much as that would be convenient for me i would be i would be distracted by everything else right so I, 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 couldn't do that. And, um, so for and me, the gym is, is a great thing.
1: And that's, that's my big killer too is, is, uh, I want to go to the gym. I want this cause I hate to say the people in there kind of motivate you and, and me. Oh, I exactly. Still, yeah. I still have the greatest confidence in a gym. So, you know, I pay attention to form of other individuals, me too. you know, seeing, okay, maybe I'm not doing it right. Maybe if I try this, it might work this muscle out better. Exactly. Um, and then like the big thing, like with club for fitness, these classes, there was, you know, I, I was usually the only man in there. I mean, but mm-hmm. when I'm, when I'm sitting next to a lady and I mean, I've got 40 pounds and I'm squatting, she's over there doing six. I'm like, yeah, holy shit. I got, I got to step up my game,
0: bro. I, and... <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm more of a, more uh, motivated by females who can, you know, yes. lift and do more than me than I am a guy who can do more than me, you know? And, um, part of me with that, I loved about, um, blue lock. So like blue lock was like an anime, <laughs> you think it's about soccer and this and that, but it, it it was about ego. And, um, do you, do you feel like within fitness and in running, do you have a big ego? Do you feel like, Hey, like what's motivating me or what's getting me to do better is my ego. I
1: mean, I can't say I don't have an ego. You've played against me in Pokemon. <laughs> uh, it's but but it, it's, it's not, I would have to say my approach is, is more unique than just, I've got to be first or last, Ricky Bobby. I mean, <laughs> Pokemon, yeah. Yeah. I will play for the ID. I would rather ID and have a good time and then beat face when I need to, you know, to, to, to smack face or something like that. And running, I mean, I find, you know, I have more fun chasing people down than I do being a leader. Mm -hmm. I mean, the I mean, I'll I'll give you an example. We woke we woke up Saturday morning uh, a few weeks out and um, we were going to go trail running. And uh, I was like, oh, there's there's a big trail run. This was the 50 K that they were doing. I'm like, oh, we don't I don't want to get anybody's way because, you know, the trail is kind of, you know, it's not one trail. It takes parts of different trails. And uh, I know it's gonna be crowded, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, there's a 5k. It it supports the local arts at a community college. And it's, you know, it'll get my feet wet, you know, for the area to see what the road area is like. It was exactly 3.2 miles, woke up, literally ran. I think we had two, I had two runs beforehand for the year, went out there, no competitive runs, just fun runs. Went out there and, and I mean, I start out and I'm like, am I missing something? Cause it's, it's freezing cold outside. And I'm like, looking at my watch and I'm like, I'm not trying, but do I, am I just that much faster in the group? And I'm not trying to be, you know, like toot my own horn here, but I was like, okay. I asked the people who were in front, is this the path? Yes. All right. So I just left everybody. And when I mean, I left everybody. The only time someone caught me is when I had to stop to tie my (laughs) shoe, and then you know I took the lead when I did the the battleship 12k, a distance that it's a 12k. I should not be running distances. (laughs) I mean, you know, I I averaged a seven minute mile. Never tried doing it, but seven an average. I've never
0: averaged a seven minute mile in my life.
1: And, and I started in the back, I had the weed through traffic, but I had fun. Like I caught up to my slow friend, you know, my slow friends that, you know, they're, they're there, they're in their fifties, sixties, they're, they're running, you know, their pace. I'll stop, talk to them. Hey, ask them where so-and-so is. And it might be a little egotistic, but
0: (laughs) it's definitely egotistic.
1: So, so, and I would go and like, Hey, good talking to you. I'll see you at the finish line. Catch up to the next person, catch up. I found that a blast when we did the turkey trot. You know, I went to the back of the race, found my sister with her kid, stole her kid with a stroller, and then ran the fast and ran one of the fastest miles I've ran in a long time. I mean, it was it was like a, it was a it was it was a low six minute mile with a kid pushing a stroller.
0: Hello? A low six-minute mile with a kid on a stroller. Man, that's very egotistic. And, and, and it, it kind of is. But I had, a, <laughs> I had a blast doing it. I mean, it, it it's just, I, if
1: you can get me in the right frame of mind, and if I'm in that frame of mind, nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to push my body until it falls apart. I mean, you know, if I have the right music going, I will push. And oddly enough, I don't have, and all the music I have, for the most part, I don't understand a word they're all saying, because it's not even in English. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's in Japanese. Um, That's awesome, though. It, because it's, you know, the poppy, you know, happy yeah. music, you know, and I like the beats and stuff, With some of it's anime themes and stuff like that, because I'll remember the introduction or, or the ending, and I'll just visualize it while I'm running, and I'm like, oh, this is cute, and then I'm just in that happy-go-lucky mood, you know, you forcing the endorphins on you, and it goes, but you know to stem back to like the very beginning why you do all this i hate to say i'm a orphan junkie i'm happy when i've got that runner's high i find that i'm more pleasant to be around i mean you can ask Jacqueline that i don't know um and now that's that's
0: kind of how i am too like even when i'm in gym it's kind of like you have this like
1: you're more outgoing you you kind of all those those Idiosyncrasies of self consciousness and all that—it's like they just go out the way. You don't like me? Screw yeah. you! Fuck!
0: I don't care. What? Hey, my name's. Yeah. How it, are you? It's just—it's just that energy and that vibe of just like. To me, that's what the gym is for me. It's always like, no matter what you got going on, X, Y, and Z. It's always like, once you get in gym, once you get into your run, what, whatever you're into, like, your focus, like, that's it. that that's all that matters and so you're just like i'm trying to be the best version of me in lifting in running in whatever it is that you're doing and so like your focus and to me that's that's what i always loved about the gym was like if i can go to the gym and just throw on some tunes or throw on whatever and if i can just focus on just cranking it out you know like like you like if you can focus on running your best you know mile or 5k like that's the thing like to me it's always like i can just focus on lifting x amount of weight without worrying about anything else in my life like no matter how good or how bad i got it going on or my husband or wife or whatever you know like you don't have to worry about that shit you just get in there you do what you're focused in on what you're locked in on and you fucking kill it and um that's that's what i always loved about that mentality of the gym the running anything like that like you're always focused in you're locked in you don't worry about anything else and you're just like i'm gonna be one percent two percent three percent four percent five percent better at this than you know any other day because I'm I'm fucking blocking out everything else in my life. and I'm just doing this. And to me, like, for a person who overthinks, who um, worries too much or whatever, you know, like, you get into the gym, you get into your track or, you know, like, field, and you're just like, that's it. Like, I don't care about anything else. I'm just going to set my goal here. And I'm gonna kill it. And um, to me, that's like that makes you better as a person. Like you're trying to be better.
1: Oh, I I completely agree. And I mean, as you as you say, you're always trying to be your best self. I I mean, blue go on the blue lock. As you said, he improves every episode. Yep. So that's like every Saturday. You're if you just do something. I mean. No matter what your positive influence is on yourself, surroundings, whatever, be your best self then. You know, it's not what, you know, don't worry about tomorrow or yesterday. I mean, you know, it's now. I mean, right now, do what you can do. And tomorrow, try to step it up. I mean, yep. better just keep moving forward. And I mean, that, that's what I love. I mean, it's always the hidden Dane with a lot of the, with all anime, especially yep. the underdog. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's,
0: oh, that's, well, that was my other thing was like, Every anime's main character is like they're the underdog and they always have to talk themselves into being the best and that's what Blue Lock is and um to me that's what every anime or great anime is is like the underdog becoming the hero and um to me Blue Lock to me is like like you said you know it's like you're you're Evolving every episode. Even the last episode of Donkey was like he knew Baru was like the king and he's like, Hey, well, he's gonna keep fucking trying to be the best he is. I can't change him. But you know what? I can fucking use him to be better, yep. you know? And to me, I was like, I laughed at that. And, and I laughed and Ross like Ross was like, What why are you laughing? I was like, This oh, this guy just fucking grew himself by using this other guy. And it it was amazing to me, and um, it it I don't know why it just it it hit me personally. It's like hey, this is this is how you grow, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then also I don't know if you were aware. Did you know the Japanese uh, soccer team? They actually wore the blue lock, uh,
0: uniform. Really?
1: They, yeah, for the World Cup, they. They lost the the next match after the match that yeah. they had
0: won. I was rooting but, for them actually,
1: but you know that's that's you know their culture to our culture all this different stuff. But it's just interesting how on a on a on a world stage like the World Cup, they are bringing anime to life. I mean, which which I think hilarious. Yeah, you know, no, it's they, awesome that they, they do all that. It's it's great that they get behind all that. You know, but I mean, not all anime has got your underdog, you know, you got your over your, your OMG, your, your overpowered, you know, main character and it's, they want to be humbled and, or they've been, you know, reborn and they were overpowered beforehand. They want to redo their life because they, you know, how they, you know, Hey, I worked to be the greatest, the best. And I never got a chance to enjoy life. You know, you got to find that, that balance and i mean i hate to say i mean anime people can make fun of it all they want you know you're going to have your 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 fan scenes or stuff like that but i mean at the end of the day if you if you watch and read the you know pay attention to the subtext it has a lot of great things and and you know i'm I'm a rom-com guy you know i I like the comedies the funny bit you know don't get me wrong (laughs) what guy what guy would never you know Would love to have tons of girls as friends and then fighting over them in some way, shape or form, but too oblivious to, you know, to understand what's actually happening around them, blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, little, little stupid things like that. I mean, I I know, I don't know if you're watching it, but it's uh, Tomo-chan's A Girl.
0: Okay, Uh, I'll check it out.
1: It's a cute rom-com. They're actually dubbing and they're releasing dubs in, in unison with the sub. So the same day sub comes out, dub's. Out basically the same day. Cool, it's pretty great. Um, the girl, super strong, real tomboyish. Grows up with her 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 friend as a boy, and he, his goal is actually to beat her. Like he put her on a pedestal, even though he can. Oh, sounds her. like
0: someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess, um, and and it's just hilarious because she likes him, and he doesn't really see her as a girl, but as the stories evolved, he does. And they're trying to make her more feminine, her more feminine. She keeps getting stuck on playing on the boys' teams for, for stuff because she's too strong for the girls. And uh, it's just, it's an adorable little anime um, of what's going on. And that they're dubbing at the same time, I think, is great. I'm more of a sub guy, but I always like to see how they, they translate it to, to us. Um, Jackal and I, I mean, we talked the other day because a lot of people were meeting up here, surprisingly did not know this. Um, not... I, I don't know how it's going to come out, but there's actually a good size uh, Spanish community that runs up here. Okay. Um, None of that in Mobile. I didn't mean meet, meet a single person that like that was their, you know, first language was Spanish, mm. you know, and running community down in Mobile or Gulf Coast, Um, you know, but up here there's a decent size, you know, group. And these people are super nice. They, they ask you if you speak English, You know, in, you know, they ask if you speak Spanish and English, and then some will ask you if you speak English and Spanish. And it's great that, you know, the little bit you know of Spanish, uh, (laughs) you can kind of have a little bit of fun.
0: Well, they're being courteous.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry. And uh, so, you know, I told Jacqueline, I said, why don't we, I mean, why don't we learn it? You know, so we can communicate with more of the community up here. I mean, you know, Mandarin, I think, would be a better choice, but there's unless i'm ordering chinese i don't really see a point (laughs) of one i hate to say that you know we'd love to learn japanese but that's that's niche and i mean you know kind of weird i never cared to learn a second language but i kind of want to learn to talk to some of these people a little bit you know more fluently in there because some of them they share their daily activities and it's funny when they show their screenshot and everything's in spanish
0: yeah and and uh that's cool that's 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 all about growth and um I think it's crazy. So, like, what you're technically like one. No offense, don't get me wrong. You're one of the most. You're you're one of the 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 people that I feel like I at least connect with. But I should connect with you, um, um, because we're kind of on the same journey. But, dude, like, I feel like every podcast I've done with you so far, we've carried on a long conversation. Which is great, cra- which is crazy because <laughs> I don't know when, whenever, whenever I'm in person with you, maybe it's just me and my uh, social awkwardness that I feel like I don't really have a, um, I I can't really carry on a long conversation with you, but uh, this episode has been really good and uh, well, I appreciate wait. your feedback and all that.
1: I mean, we noticed that last time we talked in the last episode, I mean, we, we flowed fine. We talked about all sorts of stuff and, I mean, I, I hate to say, I have to agree with you. I mean, the most <laughs> we, we will talk. You know, uh, you know me. My my grammar is horrendous.
0: I mean, you know, can't be no worse than mine. And I've been working uh, so.
1: Well, you've you've seen. I'm just talking about written text. I mean, you know, I, I use the word the letter U instead of writing out U, and it comes an I. And then, it, yeah, my Facebook post looks like a five year old half the time, and you know all that fun stuff. But you, and me, I find we communicate more through social media and, and even through instant messenger then we do. Yeah. In person, we just, Hey, how you doing? What's going on live? Yeah. You know, what animes have you watched? You know, speaking of animes, have you watched the current, my hero, Deku's about ready to go dark. I mean, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, we talk, you know, cars for a brief moment, but yeah, we, we get talking about life and, and everything. I mean, we, we go well. No, that's I mean, great. You, you and yeah. Um... Jack- I listen to your guys you know podcast, and you guys just flow i mean well that's that's
0: because we have a a history right so me and her we've been work buddies and so we had to create this history of you know communication (laughs) of well not had but you know like we kind of naturally flowed together of like getting through work and we just connected well and um that was just that uh but tell me i mean you guys are still in the pokemon thing right
1: yeah, yeah, no. Um, we're say, taking. A- do
0: I need to uh, promote you guys?
1: Not at the current moment. We're taking a hiatus, trying to figure it out. Okay. Because that—that's actually been one of our things I've discussed with Jacqueline. Um, we've actually had a lot of our friends reach out to us because we didn't even know the Orlando Regionals happened like a week ago. Oh
0: shit! Uh, hey, yeah, you're behind yeah.
1: then. Uh, yeah, we've traveled all of them, but Pokemon COVID—they're still not fully, you know, back. And it, it just when it comes to dollars and cents, it made no sense to us. And so with the Pokemon, they got a good community here. They got a store that literally that's all they do is Pokemon up here. Oh, really? And yeah. Uh, we actually knew about them beforehand. We just didn't know they existed in Huntsville. Um, we actually looked at their site. We've taken you know, you know, things from them because you know it was recommended for marketing ideas and stuff like that. They have great setup. And that's where we played our first IRL event. And that, that's been kind of like our thing, too, is, you know, my hobby's turning the running. I just, it, it, as long as it's competitive and something I can work hard for, it could be anything. It could be fly fishing for crying well, out loud. Well,
0: it's not even that. It's just like your hobbies is being the best version of you. And to me, that's that's amazing, dude. And you, you're figuring it out. And um, that is yeah. like a, um, a great step in life. And to me, I feel like you're getting there, man, and you're figuring it out. And I'm um, proud of you, man. Like you're you're being the best version of you that you can. And um, I'm, I'm I'm proud, and I'm almost I'm almost jealous of you. Like you're you're, you're getting you're getting there, man, and that's awesome. Well,
1: I, I mean, I'm jealous of you. I hate to say this.
0: I mean, you know what? I... <laughs> there's nothing to be when, jealous about, Kenny Weezy.
1: Oh, there's a lot to be
0: jealous. I mean. <laughs>
1: You know, you talk that. You know, you, you kind of talk, you know, down on yourself a little bit. Like you tell me not to do it. I mean, you you got you you help run the 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 um restaurant. The, the restaurant, yes, thank you. Garbage. I can't remember. The, it's been so long since we've been there. Um, uh, <laughs> but you you run that. You got your own job. You got a family. Your wife works. I mean, you you know, you're you're running all these different things. You're doing your podcast. You then, you know, and then on top of anything else, and then you still try to make time at the gym. I mean, and then when I when I went to your house, I was, I was jealous. I mean, it's an, it was a nice size house. I mean, you did well. You got the nice
0: Jeep. I, I mean. Well, that's all Roth. Roth keeps the house very clean. Um, Podcasts, <laughs> I make myself do because it's one of those things, like, right? Like, so, like, if you know you want to get into something, like, you can make a thousand excuses why you don't want to get into it or why you can't get into it like the podcast to me was always like i just gotta fucking do it Like it, it doesn't matter what it is what the topic is or you know like i just gotta do it because if i don't just fucking do it there's gonna be an excuse and if i can get rid of the excuse or i can eliminate that i can just do it and it doesn't matter you know if one person listens to it or if you know 200 people listen to it it doesn't matter like me i do it because i enjoy these conversations with you i enjoy these conversations with anyone who have on this podcast just to grow like and to me like you're on this growth journey that i feel like um i can relate to more than really anyone i've ever had on my podcast (laughs) Um, and i've actually had you least on my podcast for the most part um, but I feel like we're, we are on the same journey and um, I appreciate that. And I, I feel like you're on the right track and um, I, I can only hope to aspire to be on the same track as you one day. And, um, um, yeah,
1: well, well, why, why not we do it? I mean, we, I mean, we're not, we can't, you know, motivate each other, to go to gym every day. I mean, I can't go to your house, knock your door. Hey, come on, get out, get off your butt. Let's go to gym. But why not? We, we sure. see what we do, you know, in our life on social media. Yeah. So, so let's push each other.
0: Yeah, I mean, for sure. Let's do that. Like me and Mandy had that one episode where we're like, let's be fucking uh, mollies, which is motivational bullies to each other. So, yeah, we can do that. I'm, I'm down I'll for that. Mo-
1: I'll be a molly or a molly or uh, yeah. whatever, but <laughs> I'll let you know I'm intense. So, okay. I will put, cause, you know, that's how I was. Yeah. I mean, because that's how I was raised, you know, yeah. you're shit. That's what my dad will call me. Oh, you need to work. You need to work harder. There's always gonna be someone better than you. All right, go out there, run it off. I broke a leg, go run it off. I'll push
0: you, buddy. If you push me, that's I say we do that. All right, let's do it. I'm down so, for it. All right, you're gonna well, get. You're gonna get. <laughs> that this has been the longest episode I've had in a while, and um, it's crazy. It I didn't appreciate it, but or I didn't. I didn't think it would happen this way, but I definitely appreciate it. And um, oh, no, thank you very much for joining. Uh, the podcast, and I hope we do motivate each other every day. And uh, oh no, let's try it's to happening! It's happening! It's it's, it's happening it, right now.
1: It's 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 happening. Trust me. Tomorrow you're gonna see it, you're gonna see a post. I want to keep tagging you and stuff. I did. It but it's Friday
0: sister. tomorrow, oh. brother.
1: See, you already got an excuse, buddy. That's not a good <laughs> excuse. Friday is the best day of the week, so we're gonna make you the best. Maybe. You can be
0: awesome. All right. Well. Yeah. um... I'll let you get to your family yeah something <laughs> i still gotta go cook dinner you already cooked dinner uh
1: yeah that's the rule in our household um you know whoever's making making bank doesn't do the the housewife stuff so. uh,
0: i mean get where She's you fit up. in it doesn't matter who who carries yeah. who uh, marriage it's is a uh you know it's a partnership. Effort. yeah partnership for sure it, it is- and we, we have, yeah,
1: we, we, she's helped me out a lot on it and uh, she's let me slide a little and uh, it's been great. And honestly, I wish I could work from home every single day with her. And actually I wish I could just keep life this way. Cause
0: hey, I mean, freelance everything. Oh yes. that'd be so yep. nice. And awesome. with that, I will say, uh, don't forget to check on your friends, but more importantly, don't forget to check on yourself. Peace. Peace.